When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You can find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this disnudio, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors rossy, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Lottie, Daddy. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Back to our regularly recording. Last week we did a little bit earlier because of Thanksgiving, but we're coming back with a guest. Rattlesnake is back. He's joining us again at the tailgate. Uh, our first episode with him did very well, so I'm happy to have him back. Kiernan's also back. Uh, there were questions of if he was going to pull. What? After suffering a horrible head head cold. I've been in bed for like two days. Didn't you have one last week too? No. Uh, I thought Which you were sick weird. last week. No, I wasn't sick. And then I got stupid sick on Monday, so that's what happened. Well, as long as you weren't sick on Saturday when I was with you. That's all that matters. <laughs> Uh, Kiernan almost pulled a my mom and left. He almost couldn't record this week, but I got a text from him today saying he could. And then he got shook by how many topics we had, because this is going to be a long episode. Might split it into two. Going to be a game time decision. Not sure. Rattlesnake, how you doing, bud? Well, you have me on, so you know you're going to have to split it into two, because I don't shut up. That's true, but when you don't shut up, you're adding things to the conversation. You're not one of those guys who just talks to hear their own voice. A little bit of both, but yeah, thank you for having me back on. Obviously, uh, as y'all know, I am the host of Cheergating, which is a NASCAR podcast, and it is the off season. Uh, I honestly, I think I love college football as much as NASCAR, so I love getting to come onto something to where I can just rant about college football for an hour and a half or however long this is going to be. Hour and a half might be cutting it short. It might be a little yeah. bit longer than that. I feel <laughs> I'm here. I'm here, man. However long it takes. We're going to wait to see. Kiernan, chug some NyQuil right now. We're going to record until you pass out. You're going to be the (laughs) litmus test for how long this episode is. I love it. Fair enough. Um, But jumping into it, the college football playoff rankings came out the other night. We're just going to do that first to get it out of the way. Uh, We're going to do it same as always. Go 25 to 20 and then 19 to whatever and then go through the top four. But starting off. Texas A&M at 25, the Louisiana Lafayette Raging Cajuns at 24, Kentucky at 23, Arkansas at 22, Houston at 21, and Clemson at 20. Yeah, I'm sure. What (laughs) are there any complaints about this? Does anyone have any issues besides the fact that Houston should be much higher if fucking Cincinnati can be 11 or 12 and 0 and be this high? Houston should be higher than 21 in. Similar competition levels, and they're they have one loss. Like I think they should be higher. Yeah, and we can wait until you read the next ones because essentially my only issue here is yes, I agree. Houston should be higher, and I would essentially rearrange seventeen through twenty one. But I can go into that when you uh, recite the next ones because the bottom, other than Houston, for me seems pretty fine. That's fair, Kiernan. Do you have any thoughts? This is. 
no, I don't really have any thoughts. I mean, I think at this point, nothing really matters up until, you know, 10. That's fair. It's a good point. Also kind of a depressing point, but it's fine. <laughs> it is uh, a depressing point. I'm not, I'm not denying that. I'm simply saying like, in reality, you know, are you going to see Houston or, you know, uh, the Raging Cajuns anywhere close to four or five or six or whatever? No, you're not. So, I mean, at this point, it's just, uh, they're just for uh, clout, I guess. Respect. That's what it's for. <laughs> there you go. I mean, <laughs> some of these respect. teams before 10 are playing this weekend. They could have some big impacts on the rest. Mm, totally. Yeah, I think the only, I, I agree early on when they first come out with the playoff committee rankings, it really does matter throughout just because the teams have to play each other and they're going to base the, you know, wins on this. But when we come down to this point, all that matters is who loses. So I'm, I, I totally agree. I mean, when you're underneath like six, it, it doesn't really matter as much because all that matters is who's going to lose in front of you. Right. Okay, fair. I retract my comment then about that being depressing. (laughs) Uh, Number 19, the San Diego State Aztecs. Number 18, NC State. Number 17, Utah. Number 16, Wake Forest. Number 15, I can't talk, Pittsburgh. So I guess, like I said, this this is the section that, once again, I'm nitpicking because I do agree it really doesn't matter. If this was up to me, this is how I would rearrange it. Once again, doesn't doesn't matter at all. But I would go Houston 17, San Diego 18, NC State 19, Utah 20, and Clemson 21. That's I think would be more fair in my opinion, but it doesn't matter. I don't hate that, though. I mean, Clemson's at 20 because it's Clemson. Honestly, if another ACC school had a nine and three record, they would not be at exactly. Point. They wouldn't even be ranked. No. Yeah, like, and like, I mean Houston like, and SDSU, like, they only have one loss. Um, you can argue uh, about you know their sloppy losses, but they only have one loss, and they're so far down beneath three loss teams. Three loss teams, mind you, that like Clemson that don't even look that good this year. So that's the only reason I'm a little nitpicky. That's my dogs fighting in the background. I got I gotta I gotta say like uh good on the rest of the teams in the ACC like Pittsburgh and Wake Forest that are so high in you know comparative years so you know good on them finally uh push pushing their weight around a little until Clemson gets a new quarterback in yeah yeah but we, we you know, just, for this year, just for this year we're gonna give them the credit that's due that's fair uh, number 14, Oklahoma, 13, Iowa, 12, the BYU fighting Mormons, 11, Michigan State, and 10, Oregon. Has BYU moved from the 12th position at all this year? Because I feel like they have just stuck there the entire time. I might be wrong, but I feel like in, in the past like three to four weeks, they've just been at 12, and they're just not moving. That's I feel point. like <laughs> they are like bouncing around between like, 12 like oh. a, not 11 like 12 and 14 i feel like every yeah. week they're either yeah up one or down one but they don't really move much beyond that yeah i mean i'm satisfied with all of these i'm i'm happy that the committee had the balls to put oklahoma that far down just because knowing them they hate to do that to those blue blood programs so i'm i mean i'm happy with this lineup right here you know they were pissed when they had to move Oklahoma Exactly. Down. Like, <laughs> God damn it. Why did Oklahoma State have to show up for Bedlam? Why couldn't they just roll over like usual and let us keep Oklahoma higher than they should be? Every time they were lowering Oklahoma, it's like the socks going down, and they saw money signs decreasing. And they're like, shit, 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 shit. We already took Texas out. What are we going to do without Oklahoma? Yeah, it's just it's bad. I mean, you still have two uh, Big Twelve schools in the top ten at least. Yeah, even though no one gives a shit about them. Hey, I I feel like Baylor probably has as many fans in the rest of the country outside of where are they in Lubbock? <laughs> no, Texas Tech. They are in Butthole Waco. 
Oh, they're in Waco. Right. I knew. I don't know why I thought Lubbock because I knew they were at the same well, it's place. Two, it's two Waco shitty towns in Texas. So I knew a cult leader was in a shootout in the town they're in. I <laughs> forgot it was Waco, though. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> it's uh, just a religious school next to a religious compound where there's a shootout. You know, whatever. Exactly. I hear that's where they have their theology classes, actually, in, in that <laughs> little compound. Uh, moving on, number nine, Baylor, eight, Ole Miss, seven, Ohio State. Six, Notre Dame, and five, Oklahoma State. I haven't really commented on much, but I'm going to say this. If fucking Oklahoma or Notre Dame sneaks into the playoffs, I'm going to be <laughs> furious. They should not be anywhere near the college football playoffs. And if they sneak in without a fucking coach, I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah, I agree. But I also, if I'm in the committee, it's it's kind of tough to like rationalize dropping them anymore. They have one loss to a team that's ranked above them, which is fair. And then beneath them, it's you know multiple losses. It's kind of hard to <laughs> to do that because if you put Notre Dame underneath Ohio State and Ole Miss, people would be livid. They'd be like, they have one loss to the number four team right now. You know why why aren't they higher? So I agree, it would be insane if they do make it. But I kind of feel for the committee this one time because I don't know where else to put them. I think though Notre Dame at six kind of puts like a lock on the top five right now. Like if Alabama loses this weekend and gets knocked out, they'll move down to like five. If yeah, that's a good Michigan point. loses and Alabama loses, like one of them will stay in, one will move down to five. Like Notre Dame is the floor. We're not seeing movement from there is what it was essentially unless we have multiple losses, which we'll talk about in a second. But yeah. Because they part of their criteria that they look at is also coaching like if you can't have your coach coaching that game we look at that and decide who to put in that way and i don't think they're going to put in a two loss ohio state after michigan basically just gave the playbook and how to beat them have a good running back yeah ken do you have any thoughts no i i would say that pretty much that's the notre dame is going to be the the floor like you guys said it's it's going to be and I don't think Ohio State even will be able to get back up at all due to that that loss to Michigan. Agreed. Fair. That that's good. Also, like they, not if, having... they, if they had beaten Oregon, if they had beaten Oregon, you know, earlier in the season, it wouldn't have been a surprise. But that bitch slapping by Michigan hurt. And they didn't look that good either. Like they didn't look like a top four team. You know, Michigan right, did. Right. Michigan looked phenomenal during that. They looked that like the game. second best, third best team, which I, we'll get to in a second. I have my yeah. list. <laughs> I was like, I was legitimately impressed. Like I have seen Michigan do, you know, uh, just completely collapse in the face of pressure. And I thought they were going to do the same thing again uh, this week. Um, but they, they, I'm glad they proved me wrong. One thing I would like to point out, though, it's a reason I never bet on rivalry games. Teams play different against their rivals. For whatever reason, it's a fact. Michigan might have been playing maybe a little bit better than they normally would because it's Ohio State. So I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong here, but I don't bet on rivalry games for that reason alone. I'm surprised. But if if you were to bet on a rivalry game, would would you go with the underdog or... It, it would have to. It, I would have to look at the game itself. Um, I would. I would always go underdog. Hundred percent. more fun that I'd way. go with the home team. I. I totally agree. No, the enough, reason I don't bet on on rivalry games is I have seen the Longhorns beat the Sooners way too many times when they are a dog shit team and have no business being on the same field. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? Where you're like, yeah, yeah, how yeah. are they playing like this? Why aren't they nationally ranked when they play like this? And then they play Kansas and get their ass kicked. And you're like, what the hell was that? My. My thought process with betting rivalry games is bet the home team to cover. Whoever it is, bet them to cover. That's a good point. That's going to be usually a pretty safe bet. Uh, also, I'm surprised Harbaugh didn't get cute in the game. Like that first touchdown, the end around, like trick play, you know, fine. It's a little cute. But once he realized the ground game was working, he just stuck to it. And I feel like it was very non-Harbaugh. I feel like yeah, after the ground game, Ohio State. So that's yeah, like after the ground game worked for like three quarters, he might have gone like, "Oh, let's try a play action flea <laughs> flicker bomb to see if we can catch him off guard," and then it would be like a pick six or something because that's just no, what Harbaugh really does. Ball. 
True. I was impressed. That that was the most impressive I've seen Arbaugh, honestly, throughout his whole career at Michigan. I think that game impressed me the most. Easily. That's about to get him like a 30-year contract, too. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, all the huge contracts that are being handed out left, right, and center over here, it's like, wouldn't be surprised if his is the next one. They extended one. him without beating Ohio State. What the hell yeah, are they going to do? It, yeah, fair enough. Well, I mean, and here's the thing. It's kind of like the Auburn situation where they don't – they'll have, you know, two losses in a season with Harbaugh and go to a good bowl game, um, but they don't beat Ohio State. So they're constantly rumoring if they're going to get rid of him. And at a certain point, it's like you're up against Ohio State. Like it's almost like it's impossible. It's kind of like the same thing that Auburn has to deal with uh, with Alabama. They're like, well, we want a Nick Saban, and it's like there's only one Nick Saban, and you don't have him. You know, I'm sorry. So I I, I kind of feel for Harbaugh in that situation. It, it, it's almost I like think a he is a good coach. You can only do so much with what you have type thing. Like you're never gonna get that next Nick Saban. Ohio State so had no a point. head start when they started this race um, of our generation and you're not, it, you can't just in five years catch up to them. You know, it takes six, seven years, you know, it's a long-term thing, but eventually you can turn it around. I think Harbaugh it could do it, but um, just the Michigan fan base has been ruthless to him. Even when they have like three losses and they're like, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Kill him. Take him out back. To <laughs> it's like, that's a three loss. That's pretty good. All right, the problem is now, for, for some of these rival games, you could be two and eight going into it, and if you win that game, season saved. It doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. But also, and we've talked about before on this podcast, the cultural playoff and the BCS a little bit kind of ruined bowl games. Like, it doesn't matter if you're going to the, the Rose Bowl's a little different, but like, if you're going to the Cotton Bowl and it's not one of the two bowl games for the college football playoff, it doesn't matter. It's a wasted season if you're one of the top programs. I agree. I mean, the bowls used to, I think, mean a lot more um, just because we didn't have the playoffs, right? So you saw all the best teams having to play against each other in these bowl games. And, yeah, it definitely lowers it now. Like, when Houston, my team, goes to a bowl game, I'm just like, I don't – who are we playing, Army? Like, I don't care. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We love the troops on this podcast. Playing Army is yeah, a privilege. Nah. Air Force, dude. Oh, <laughs> I'm just oh, going to randomly start worst. picking. That's the worst branches. Of the branches. Coast Guard, <laughs> baby. Woo. Oh, yeah. D3 Coast Guard Bears. Let's go. Let's go. Um, I think you the should pick Maritime a random. Academy. <laughs> I think you should pick a random service academy to root for. And my vote is the Citadel. Mm. People forget it was 10-10 at halftime against Alabama one year. What uh, year? That game 1912? Uh, 2018? <laughs> no, that yeah, uh, that wasn't that long ago. I do remember that. Yeah, I was a student and it sucked. Oh, really? Oh, I bet. It was dude, sad. They were, they were, dude, dude, they were probably playing like all of their freshmen who have not, you know, seen the light of day yet all right that's probably what they're doing hey i've been to the citadel uh campus very pretty in uh charleston south carolina pretty yeah i mean it, it looks like a nice campus uh just out you should not be tied against the number two team in the country <laughs> also yeah. yeah they're they're no name freshmen yeah guys like Tua tongue of iloa jalen hurts damian harris Najee harris yeah who's heard of these guys <laughs> well, okay, if that if that's if that's who did if that's who played, then wow, those guys are shit. I think I'm gonna uh, go uh Space Force Academy. That's gonna be my that's oh, gonna be my good team. One, good one. I need the Space Force to get their own academy service academy. Yeah, yeah. We need to get them in division one football. Yeah, they'll just be shooting giant lasers at the other team. <laughs> they have Try to be to something get... like the lasers or like Yeah, yeah, yeah. before we get into the Top four. I've talked about on this podcast. 
I have an idea on how to make service academy football even more electric than it is. You, whatever branch you are the academy for, that's what you have to style your offense after. Uh, Army, <laughs> ground and pound. Air Force, you got to go like kind of a West Coast. So I was thinking about that, but I feel like with Air Force, you're going to go like a West Coast thing because they – Air Force, in my mind, like, the planes don't fly super far, except the bombers sometimes. But, like, their dogfights, like, a little shorter, closer to home, things like that with the West Coast. And also, I didn't want to double up. Then the Navy runs an air raid, a different kind of air raid, called the full salvo offense stuff. So, what, they're Uh, just throwing bombs? Yeah, pretty much. It's all they do. just a Hail Mary constantly. (laughs) They that's only have different Hail Mary plays, and that's it. No, no, no. Yeah. No, it's the same Hail Mary play. They just throw it to a different receiver each play. Ah, uh, okay. Interesting. I like this. I think that'd be electric. What does the Coast Guard do? Uh, plays in Tries their best. Football. Yeah. <laughs> Pretends that they're in the military. <laughs> like, I, I didn't think back to the Coast Guard because, like, I don't watch D3 football that often. Uh, UMass is basically D3 football, and I watch that entirely Ooh. too much. Yeah. But I don't know. What could the Coast Guard do? Uh, St- oh, strictly screens behind the line. Okay. Oh, good one. That's all Ooh. they do. Okay. Maybe some pitches, some handoffs, but nothing more than five yards downfield. All right. Yeah. I could. I could see that. I like it. All right, after that little segue, or not segue, after that little Of tangent, disrespecting the troops, yeah. Well, I respected the troops. We didn't. Uh, we didn't I tried to disrespect as much as possible, but yeah. I, I, I hey, have to hey, create... we need to get that oil somehow. <laughs> uh, number four. I, oh, Karen. And... I have one little more segment for that. Do you guys, did you guys watch, watch Family Guy at all? Used to. Yeah. Okay, they do an episode on the Coast Guard where they all get sent there um, as like kind of a punishment or whatever for impersonating uh, actual servicemen and women. And uh, the Coast Guard slogan uh, at the time, whatever it was, was when you're here, you're family, which is the same slogan <laughs> as Olive Garden. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, it's a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Was that actually the Coast Guard they, slogan? Please tell me I, it wasn't. I'm pretty sure it was, and I There's don't know. If they no way. It. I don't know if they've. Ch- I it was at some point because there's a big. There was a big hubbub in the episode. It's like we had it first, you know. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, it is not. It was not their actually actual slogan. <laughs> Thank God. I just want to point that out. Uh, that'd be too funny if it was. Yeah. But now that we've disrespected the troops, I have to double check. Yeah, stop perfect. On. But next week, Army-Navy game, we are having Pat from the corner booth come on, probably. I have to check with him to talk about that. Uh, Army vet Pat. Uh, so we will respect the troops more next week. Uh, number four, <laughs> Cincinnati. Someone's going to listen. He's like, what the fuck? And then we're going to get canceled. So that's going to be fun. Number four, Cincinnati. For. Number three, Alabama. Number two, Michigan. And number one, Georgia. It, they've been number one all year. They're the best team in the country. This is not surprising. Yeah, they're the best by far. Um, Like I said, this ranking throughout has been like the best one I think they've put now. It's really good. Uh, I, I would mix up the top five a little bit. But once again... I mean, does it really matter? Because they're all about to play somebody, and we're going to find out who wins and loses. I would mix it up. I would go number five, Alabama. Number four, Oklahoma State. Number three, Michigan. Number two, Cincinnati. Number one, Georgia. Um, I could see the argument that Michigan has been playing better than Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati, you know, they have one loss uh, or no losses. They beat Notre Dame. I mean, you can't punish them, right? They've done nothing wrong, so I'd put them at two. But, yeah, I would love to see Georgia, Cincinnati, Michigan, Oklahoma State playoff. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think this weekend is going to be very difficult for the college roll playoff committee because I think this could potentially be the year we see a two-loss team in, and I think it would be Alabama just the way the committee's operated in the past and just – Things of that, like why just because they, they love Alabama, <laughs> yeah. They love, like you said, they love the blue yeah. bloods. 
the way they love Alabama, and honestly, I think Alabama is better than Oklahoma State, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Mississippi, Baylor. I, don't I think know. I don't know. I think I they're better. I think, I think they would win those games. But the problem is, if Alabama doesn't win, it, it, and it has to be a close game. They can't get blown out by Georgia. If they get blown out, they're not getting in. But if it's a close game, I can see the committee still keeping them in. The problem is you'll deal with the same issues you had with the 2011 National Championship where, except worse, because you'll have Alabama-Georgia this week, and then first week of the playoffs, you have Alabama-Georgia again. Right, and I think that might deter them a little bit because they're like, well, that's just ridiculous. Like, we can't. Literally, Alabama just lost to Georgia in the SEC Championship. Why are we putting them back together again? Um, I don't know. I don't know if Alabama would beat these teams. I'm going to be honest. This Alabama does not look as good as they usually are, and we have teams that I think deserve to be there. Now, we can get more into this, obviously, when we talk about the matchups, but there's definitely some potential upsets here where Alabama could get in. If it's a close game to Georgia and we get a Cincinnati loss, which we'll discuss later. Uh, there, there, I, I knew you were going to want to talk about that game. So, <laughs> By the way, for game picks, we're picking all 10 D1 FBS conference champions. This is the most games we've ever picked. Love it. I'm ready. I think Kierter was a little scared, but I told him that. Yeah, I, I was, because don't make me guess scores or unders and overs, Kevin. I'm just going to pick a winner. All right, if you just want to pick a winner, that's fine. That's I fair. Will. Okay, let's just do winners with so many. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. This week, I will allow just winners. Okay. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Yeah, because then it's easy. It's just the eye test. So, yeah, eh, I think yeah, this team's better. to, like, look up all the odds, and, you know, over-unders and bullshit. Well, I, I have the odds. I'm still going to say the odds and the over-unders, but we'll just pick a winner. Fair. Kevin, Kevin, also, we're never right. So, honestly, <laughs> let's just let's just stick with the winners for this one. Watch if All right, look, if we go, if we shoot 75% combined on this with just winners, going forward, we'll just do winners. All right, fair enough. Hey, the last two weeks, I am uh, 5-0 and oh in betting college football. Right, if Rattlesnake shoots 75%. So I'm just yeah. saying, <laughs> I'm on a hot streak right now. If Rattlesnake shoots 75%, if we shoot 50%, we'll just do winners all the time. Because 50% is about where we're at regularly. Uh, someone's a little bit lower, rarely a little bit higher. I think we're going to crush it. I think we're going to crush it this oh, I think with winners, we will too. Because a lot of times, we are good picking the outright winner. But we get the either cover wrong or the over-under wrong. Yeah, fair. So that'll also make typing easier for me. Because <laughs> half the time I feel like I zone out or something, and then Kieran says the score prediction, and I'm like, what'd you say? I was not listening. <laughs> <laughs> but after, spoiler, teasing it the whole time, we're going to go into game picks. We'll let Rattlesnake pick. Are we doing group of five or power five first? Hmm. Let's do group of five. Okay. A little tease to get up to the power five. For the first couple weeks of the season, this was the rattlesnake pick in honor of Houston. <laughs> Let's go. But but once Houston announced they were going to the Big 12, we had to change it. So now the power the group of five pick, we have one every week, is the Conference USA Memorial pick. So this week is the Conference USA Memorial picks, because we have five of them. Uh gonna jump right into this one. With Rattlesnake's team, the AAC oh. Championship, number 21, Houston versus number four, Cincinnati. Houston's 11 and 1, 7 and 5 against the spread. Cincinnati's 12 and 0, 7 and 5 against the spread. It's at Nippert Stadium in Cincinnati. I don't like conference championships that are at someone's home That's stadium. That's bullshit. I like neutral site I can't championships wait more. to get out of this conference. Yes. Uh, Cincinnati's minus 10 and a half with an over under 53 Rattlesnake. Who do you have winning? I mean, I'm have Houston at plus 10 and a half and I have Houston with the upset. I think Cincinnati, although they're undefeated, um, they have looked very questionable at times. I think Houston's really hot right now. This is the best defense Cincinnati's going to play all season. That's just a fact. Um, I I easily I honestly could see us upsetting Cincinnati with the way we've been playing. 
that's a Kiernan. Who, who do you have? Uh, I'm going to give Cincinnati the benefit of the doubt being at, being at home uh, and, you know, having a granted, they did drop off uh, middle of the season, but I think they picked it back up with the win over SMU. So I think uh, since we beat them home, worse, I never said that just said it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I think, while it will be a close game, I think that Cincy will pull it out of the bag. It's only a close game if Houston wins. Because Cincy could just run away with it, and I could be totally wrong and be like, well, fuck this season. But we'll see. How's SMU's defense, Rousnake? Do you know? Top of your head? Mm. I know they're not playing this game. On top of my head? No, uh, not not great. I don't think, but I mean, the the conference as a whole this season has been really down. So compared to the rest of the conference, probably pretty good. Uh, Houston has the best defense in the conference. Uh, we have the the player that should win the Heisman, which we will, we can discuss later as well, Marcus Jones. Uh, they will not kick it to him because he is raw. Have you all kept up with Marcus Jones at all? No one's talking about him. Uh, not really. We haven't. Much. I can talk about him later. Don't worry. When okay, we get into the Heisman we, talk, when we I get will to Heisman bring him stuff, up. We'll, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna roll with Houston. Let's go. Uh, I've been saying all year Cincinnati needs to dominate a team to deserve a top four spot, being a group of five team, and they did against a not great defense. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with Houston. Uh, I might regret this. I think. Although last time we picked, I think I picked Cincinnati to beat SMU in a close game, and they won by a lot. So, who knows? Uh, moving on, you have Conference USA Championship. This is the Conference USA Memorial pick. So, this one is the only. We're just going to name this one the CUSA Memorial pick. The rest of them are just picks. Uh, Western Kentucky versus Meet Meep University. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people, but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Now, Western Kentucky's eight and four, nine and three against the spread. UTSA is eleven and one, eight and four. Uh, it's at the Alamo Dome. Also, I read this earlier as the Alamo Dome, and I felt stupid. Oh my god! I don't know why I did that. I knew <laughs> what it was, but I was like Alamo, right? Alamo Dome. What Clearly, is somebody Alamo. didn't remember the Alamo. Uh, I. It, it was hey. me. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Davy Crockett would be ashamed of me. Yeah. Uh, big time. Western Kentucky, it's on Friday at 7, so get those bets in early. Just don't listen to us on these bets. Western Kentucky is actually a two-and-a-half point favorite on this with an over-under of 72-and-a-half. Kiernan, who do you have winning? Uh, give me Meet Meet University. I think they need to bounce back after that devastating loss, and it it is a devastating loss for them. So I hope uh, I hope they come back with a – some serious firepower. Fair. Rattlesnake? I'm going to go Western Kentucky because UTSA, I never thought I'd say this, UTSA is the most overrated college football team this whole season. They beat, what, like two teams with a winning record? Uh, they never did anything all season. They were undefeated, but they never looked that good. I watched their games. They looked weak. Their conference is even worse than the American. And they did beat Western Kentucky, which was one of the like two teams with a winning record they actually beat. And they beat them by six points last time. So I'm going Western Kentucky. I think they're going to shut the UTSA meet meet thing up. Thank God that needs to end. 
Hey, come on, Rattlesnake. It's funny. No, I'm a hater. Damn. I'm on the meep meep train till the end of the line. Give me UTSA, baby. <laughs> I'm going to be uh, 100% I, on these, by the way. If you are, I would laugh hysterically because hysterically, that means Cincinnati loses. I think yeah, that'd be funny. honestly, <laughs> their I'm, fans I'm, would be so disappointed. I keep telling people, man, watch it. Everyone's kind of like, "Oh, Cincinnati is definitely in." And I'm like, "Dude, they have the toughest game all season right now." I saw something insane. By the way, this is unrelated to the game picks, but for a while, people argued we need an 18 playoff for teams like Cincinnati, like UCF in 2017. I saw something arguing we need eight games because of teams like Cincinnati being in. So we need an AT playoff because they're not that good, but they're going to get in. So we need more teams now <laughs> to let worse teams in. Uh, the most insane argument I've ever heard. It made no goddamn sense. Uh, moving on to a little maction. Oh, God. Uh, Kent State versus NIU. Kent State, Nick Saban's alma mater. People forget that. Uh, Kent State is 7-5, and 6-6 six and six against the spread. NIU is 8-4, and 7-4-1 and one against the spread. It's at Ford Field. Kickoff is 12 on Saturday. Uh, Kent State's a minus three with a 74 and a half over under. Before we get into winners, I have one complaint about this game. Why did they not put it on like Tuesday? That screams maxion, and I'm disappointed they're playing it on Saturday. Yeah, or even like Thursday, right? I mean, oh, Thursday would be also amazing. Like, because then you'd have like that Thursday, then you'd have. The Conference USA Championship Friday, and then a bunch of football on Saturday. Oh, and the pack perfect. is Friday, right? Yes. Yep, pack is also Friday. I think the pack, so, weirdly, is Friday, yeah. The pack's basically a group of five. <laughs> yeah, anyway, let's, you know what? We should actually include that in the group of five picks. So all right, we'll do, that. we'll do that going forward as well. Then again, the ACC is basically, in the past, has been basically a group of God, five damn, conference. Yeah, with that's Clemson. true. When they don't have Clemson running shit, yeah. Although when they don't have Clemson, you got teams like Pitt, NC State, and Wake Forest making the conference a little more respectful. Yeah, good for them. Not Miami, though. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go first this time. I'm going to roll with Kent State. I don't know why. Just something in my gut tells me the ghost of Nick Saban, even though he's still alive, is going to just <laughs> imbue the players with the spirit of winning. So give me Kent State. I'm going to go Kent State as well. I know this is the one that I'm like, I have no idea. This is a coin flip, and this is probably the only one I'll actually get right. But uh, Kent State did beat them, I think, earlier this season. So for that alone, I'll go Kent State, I guess. Well, we're going to make it the first three for three. I also agree with you guys. I think Kent State will um, will win. I mean, I know their records are pretty much identical. Kent State has one more loss than uh, NIU does, but I mean, it, it would be splitting hairs at this point, and I think Kent, Kent State will pull it off. Perfect. Love a good threesome. Moving on to the Mountain West <laughs> Conference. Uh, you got Utah State versus San Diego State. Utah State's 9-3, and 8-4 and four against the spread, and San Diego State 11-1, and 6-5-1 against the spread. Kickoffs at Dignity Health Stadium, which I forgot to look up where the hell that is. Um, does anyone know where that is? No idea. Dignity Health Sports Park is the full name. It's in Carson, California. Kickoffs at three. San Diego State's a minus six with an over-under of 50. Uh, Rattlesnake, who you got? Gotta go, San Diego State. I mean, I think they're by far and away the best team in that conference. So, I don't, I don't see them. I don't see how they would lose this game, honestly. This would be like the lock pick. Yeah, I also have the Aztecs, so tune in. All right, another three for three. Yeah, I definitely have San Diego State. I think they have a chip on their shoulder this year. They should be able to win this fairly easily. You thinking? You thinking they should? Uh, they should be ranked higher. You think that's uh, the chip? I don't. I don't think they should necessarily be ranked higher. I just think that they're was it nineteen? Yeah, they're ranked nineteen. I think that that is uh not help not like propelling them forward but helping them them like keep up their momentum they're like hey we can do this like we can get into the top 25 let's show them how good we are and let's blow these fuckers out of the water yeah because their one loss was what fresno state i mean yeah i don't know is that a rivalry it might be a rivalry i mean i honestly don't know (laughs) but yeah 
I don't I don't know. I feel like Fresno State's always competitive in that conference, so they're always yeah. kind of a rivalry. Yeah, and San Diego State, obviously. It, it's one that. of those schools that like everyone says it's their rival, and San Diego State's like, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> who do you uh, even know here? Uh, moving on to the fun belt. Hell yeah. App State versus Louisiana Lafayette. I love fun belt. Is uh, Billy Napier coaching in this game, or is he just on to Florida? That's a great question. Because that will completely change my pick. Uh, we just figured out Billy Napier is coaching. Uh, I had to go to like four different sites to actually find out if he so was. That is really weird. That should be easy to find. I don't know what's going on. I looked up Billy Napier or I Louisiana Lafayette interim, which probably was the wrong thing to look up. And then I just <laughs> looked up uh, Louisiana Lafayette versus App State coaches. And like the third site said what it, if Billy Napier was coaching. But yes, Billy Napier will be coaching in the Fun Belt Championship game. Uh, it's I forget what I said before we stepped away, uh, but App State is ten and two, eight and four against the spread. Louisiana Lafayette is eleven and one, five and seven against the spread. It's at Cajun Field, another one of these fucking games at uh, someone's home field. I hate it. Terrible. At three thirty, App State's a minus three though. With See, a does that is that like news with the coaching or, or because that is strange. I mean, didn't Louisiana like stomp them this year? Yeah. So uh, but I, I read like they regrouped and they had a good rest of the year, but yeah, I, but now Louisiana's playing at home too. I know it, it's tough to beat a team twice though. Yeah. I mean, but I don't really care. I'm going to roll with Billy Napier in Louisiana Lafayette. This is a really tough one because of the coaching change, because that affects the mentality and the emotion of the players involved, which is something you cannot read about on paper. So you almost have to try to put yourself in their head. And what are they thinking? It could go one way or the other. They could be really down and out saying we lost our coach, or they could be like, our coach is coming back for one last game. Let's win the conference championship and like do the whole thing. Win the whole fucking thing. So I'm going to go Louisiana. I, I think that's the mindset that they're going to have. Yeah, I'll yeah, probably right. agree with you guys. I think, I think that, uh, I think Louisiana will, will end up winning this. Um, I think on the score predictor or match predictor gives Appalachian state the advantage, but I, I don't, I think at, you know, the, uh, the site will, you know, the location of the game uh, being in Louisiana will help them. And I love App State. I mean, App yeah, State. Yeah, I do too. App State has team. become the powerhouse of the fun belt. I mean, they they, are, they run that conference most years. Troy sometimes, you know, there's some other schools. Um, so I love Appalachian State. I think it would be cool to see them win. I just think the players' mentality is going to rally around the coach. The fact that he's coming back for one last game to win the conference championship. Or maybe he's coming back for a bowl. I don't know, to be fair. One last hurrah. I don't know if you I, – I feel like he might go, like, we're, I'm coaching in the conference championship and then the bowl game. Yeah, that would make the most sense. Yeah, you you never see the coaches come back for the bowl. No, but when players sit out a bowl game, it's a big issue for some fucking reason. Uh, <laughs> also, if you want a great Fun Belt t-shirt, uh, just Google Fun Belt shirt and you can get one on Public from a certain hey. racing podcast. I That's have one of them somewhere, right. and then I – Put on like 40 pounds since I bought it, so I can't wear it. Anymore. Same. Yeah, that was one of my OG. That's when Chairgating was a college football podcast. Uh, when it first came over to um, to Belly Up Sports, as, as Kev over here remembers, um, that was a throwback shirt. Thank you for remembering. No problem. I just remember I bought one, and then also Brandon Walker from Barstool has one. Yes. Wore it and posted pictures of it. Yeah, and then one of my buddies on Twitter was like, hey, uh, he went to Ole Miss – and then he was like, cool, I'm going to throw it away. And then apparently he posted throwing it away or something. And I was like, God damn it. So apparently he doesn't have it anymore. Oh, that's just a shame. Whatever. That guy's a fucking idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. All right. Fair. Well, anybody that graduates from Mississippi State is. Let's be real. I reached out to him to come on the podcast and he just didn't answer. So I'll agree with you. I could beat him up in a fist fight, And I know more about college football than him. Facts. And you have a racing podcast too, so that and he <laughs> is like a college football guy, so that's not good. 
Uh, moving on to the Power Five, which I feel like we talk about probably more. Like we should probably focus on the Group of Five a little bit more on this podcast. But anyway, uh, the SEC Championship. Number three, Alabama versus number one, Georgia. Alabama is 11 and one, six and six against the spread. Georgia's 12 and 0, eight and four against the spread. It's at Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Bryant Denny East at kickoffs at four. So Georgia's minus six and a half, and the over under is 50. Rattlesnake, who are you rocking with? I mean, come on. You expect me to pick anybody but Georgia at this point? They are the best team in the country by far and away. We're discussing who the second and third best teams are because no one wants to talk about who the best team is. It's Georgia by a long shot. They are really, really fucking good. Um, I will be blown away if I see them lose a game this season. Yep, I think uh, I think Rattlesnake got it right on the money. I literally have nothing to add to that. <laughs> Guys, be nice to me. I have to watch Alabama play Georgia. I know, I feel sorry, dude. And then, Al- and then Alabama basketball play Gonzaga you know what? that day. Fuck you. I don't feel sorry. It's Alabama football. <laughs> Actually, yes, good. I'm glad you don't All right, cool. It's, it's Alabama football. Cool. So You will suffer alone. From, yeah. from our friends, not really our friends, my friends. I've had one guy on a podcast from this site. He follows me on Twitter. He's a very nice guy. Go follow Chris Marler or Vern Funquist on Twitter. Great follow. But Saturday Down South – Alabama, six and a half point underdog. This is the fifth time in 14 years that Bama's been an underdog by seven points or less. I think they've been an underdog maybe like 10 or 11 times over that stretch too. Uh, Bama's 4-0 in all those games and won them by 10 points or more. The last time they were underdog, it was against Georgia. They were one and a half point dogs. They beat Georgia by 28 Give me the tide. They're gonna do. They're gonna pull some fucking saving magic in this game. Kirby Smart can't coach against Nick Saban. He always fucks up. Whether it's a dumb fake punt or just collapsing, it's always gonna happen. Give me Bama in this one. The only saving magic that just happened was the mental gymnastics you just did to validate Alabama beating Georgia. But I respect the shit out of it. I love it. Uh, what's the Twitter? I'm gonna give him a follow right now. Uh, let's. It's Vern Funquist. What? One word. Me, yeah, it's. If you look up Chris Marler too, it'll come up. Or it should. I'm not editing this out. This is a great oh. podcast. Here we go. <laughs> I got it. I got it. All right, I'll give him a follow. Bro, he's a very nice guy. Uh, ask him about cue ball porn. He loves talking about that. Oh, wonderful. Okay, well, you just got to follow. There you go. Perfect. You're welcome, Chris. Uh, moving on to Kiernan's conference, the Big Ten Championship. Number two, Michigan versus number 13, Iowa. Michigan's 11-1, and 10-2 against the spread, which is shocking to me. Iowa is 10-2, 7-5 against spread. It's at Lucas Oil in Indianapolis. Kickoff's at 8. Michigan's a 10.5-point favorite with a 43.5 over-under. I cannot read today. This is a problem. Uh, Kiernan, who do you have? If you were to tell me that these two teams were playing, say, midseason, I would say, oh, Iowa, that's obvious. Now I... Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. 
Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Could not disagree with myself more. Michigan should run over Iowa. They should. And that's why I'm picking (laughs) Iowa. Oh, fair enough. Ross, who you got? Yeah, I mean... Honestly, this is a tougher pick than I feel like it should be. But like I said, Michigan looked like one of the best teams in the country against Ohio State. That was a rivalry game. Uh, I also saw them lose and look really shitty. So it's tough, but I have to go off the eye test of what I just saw. I'm going to take Michigan. I don't know. Just something in my gut says Harbaugh hasn't really had a Harbaugh fuck-up game yet. And it's coming. You don't Has think the not? Michigan State loss? I was just going to say Michigan State. State. I felt like that was the fuck up. Yeah, I would. No, because because Michigan State ahead of Michigan State in the polls the entire season, so it was not a, a fuck up yet. Yeah. Uh, that was that was the game I, re- I was referencing when I was like, I've seen them fuck up, and I could see them doing it again, but I just saw them do well, and I'm too stupid to remember past that. <laughs> uh, fair. Uh, the Big 12 Championship, Rattlesnake's Future Conference. Let's go. Uh, to potentially launch one of these teams in the college football playoffs. Number nine, Baylor versus number five, Oklahoma State. Baylor's 10 and 2, 8 and 4 against the spread. Oklahoma State's 11 and 1, 9, 2 and 1 against the spread. It's at ATT Stadium. Kickoffs at noon. I feel like noon's a weird kickoff for a game that could potentially be this important. Uh, Oklahoma State is minus five and a half with an over-under of 46.5. I'm just going to roll with Mike Gundy, the OAN coach in the Cowboys. I I love Oklahoma State. I have all season. Yeah. Hard not to love Mike uh, Mike Gundy, you know? I didn't say I love Mike Gundy. Whoa. Hold I like, on. I like Oklahoma State. Hey. Hey, you come at me. You talk to me. I'm a man. That's true. I do like – I did like that rant, but I, like, I, <laughs> I just love like, it. Still one of the best other coach rants of all time. You talk to me. I'm a man. I I, I just like other things about my goddamn. Yeah, first of all, let me get this out of the way. Big 12, future best conference in college football. Better than the SEC. Better than the Big 10. It's the best. But but really, they are kind of the new Big East. Can I just point that out real quick? Um they don't have any blue blood programs, right? That's why everyone's like, oh, it's a G5 in the future because they don't have the blue blood programs anymore. It reminds me of the old school Big East where it had a lot of really good programs without like a dominant blue blood one. And that's why the Big East was so fun back in the day because there was a lot of really good competitive schools that every other year there was a new champion. So I'm very excited for the future of the Big 12. But I'm going to have to pick Oklahoma State just because I'd like to see them make the playoffs. I think it'd be a lot of fun to see a team like that make the playoffs. I mean, I've argued that the Big 12 is getting better by getting rid of Texas and Oklahoma. I mean, let's be real. When you look at this season, who's playing in the American Athletic Conference Championship, right? BYU, ranked 12th. I mean, UCF is down here, but they're probably going to pick it right back up, so... (laughs) <laughs> They've made great additions. And the funny thing is they should have made these exact additions like seven years ago uh, when they came up for the vote and UT and OU voted no specifically because they knew they were going to leave and they were trying to tank the conference. So that's my two cents. Fair. Uh, Kiernan, what are, what are your thoughts on this one? My thoughts are uh, from this whole season, I think uh, Oklahoma State, State has been a little bit more consistent than Baylor, uh, and so therefore, and and that consistency matters. You know, if if you're if you're good at the beginning of the season and through all the way through the end, you should you should win. I mean, I get that they're they're both uh, you know one game separates them and it's a five versus nine, but I think Oklahoma State will will win this. Uh, fair another qu- clean sweep for us our first in the power five and that's you know that one's tough honestly because i could definitely see baylor winning that game 
I'm just saying that because I really want to see Oklahoma State in, in the playoffs. I think that would be a lot of fun. I mean, I don't think I would have ever imagined Oklahoma State in the playoffs. So just the scenario alone is selling me. That's true. Uh, it, it's incredible. I am very, I would love to see that, honestly, if Alabama gets in. If Alabama doesn't get in and Oklahoma State does, I hate this. But uh, moving on to a team we should have included in the group of five, the Pac-12. Uh, number 10, Oregon versus number 17, Utah, which sucks. They played like two weeks ago. Uh, Oregon is 10-2, and 5-7 and seven against the spread. Utah is 9-3, and three, also 5-7 and seven against spread. It's at Allegiant Stadium. Kickoff is Friday at 7. Uh, Utah's a minus 3 with 59.5 point over under. Uh, Rossnick, who you got? I mean, I don't see how you don't pick Utah here. Like, am I crazy? I mean, they played already, and Utah destroyed them. It wasn't even a close game. I mean, they, Oregon was held to 7 points. I just I don't see a scenario... Maybe I'm crazy. I haven't watched enough shitty Pac-12 football for whatever psychos out there like to watch that shit. But I have to pick Utah. I just don't see another scenario. Uh, I have to. I have to agree. I think. I think Utah not only should win this game, but needs to win this game just to almost prove a point to Oregon to say, like, yeah, not only are not only are we going to upset your season. We're going to do it again and just, you know. <laughs> That's a great just, point. Just the biggest middle finger to them, just going, yeah, we might be ranked 17th, but you're going to be a lot lower after this. Two upsets in one season is awesome. Oh, yeah, awesome. and two weeks apart. You yeah, know? exactly. That's, That's incredible. Perfect. <laughs> that might be the biggest cucking I've ever seen in my life. Oh, totally. You knock totally. them out of the playoffs, and then you beat them again in the conference championship. I mean – Mario Cristobal is being courted by Miami, allegedly, and these other places. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. Maybe in another episode because we're already at like an hour. Uh, <laughs> it's Mario Cristobal is being courted by other jobs. Oregon might be deflated a little bit after getting knocked out of the college football playoffs. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. And so, for that reason, I'm picking Oregon because the Pac-12 makes no fucking sense. Yeah, yeah that's it's fair. a revenge tour game for them. I hate picking the Pac-12 because I don't know what's going to happen. That, that conference is a great example of all the people that are like, the future Big 12 sucks because they don't have blue bloods. Go watch pack football then. We got plenty of blue bloods over there. You can watch, play shit football that nobody watches. Enjoy it. And I will enjoy Baylor versus Oklahoma State every single day. Love it. Rousing, no one watches them because their games are on at 10. That's, That's what I'm up. I, w- I would love to have better games on then. <laughs> I yeah, would love. I to hate watch that argument. Like, oh, no one cares about this one random player because the games are on a 10. Yeah, it's it kind of worked for Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> like, that's a fine argument for him. But for everyone else, no one cares. Every single guy that watches football is willing to stay up at 10 o'clock and watch a really good game. I would love to have a great game on at 10 o'clock. Yeah, also, it's Saturday. So, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's Saturday. It's not Sunday, midweek. I could kind of get that argument a little exactly. bit more. But- it's Saturday. You'll be at a bar and they'll have a Pac-12 game on. Exactly. And no one's and, watching it. <laughs> and also, also this this uh, also is going to be the decider between Kevin and I because both of us chose Oregon when they were technically not favored two weeks ago. And we were horribly mistaken. So <laughs> so one of us is going to go you know, above 500. I won money off that game. Oh, fair enough. Yep. Uh, see, I'm going with Rattlesnake on this one. <laughs> Let's do it. I mean, I feel like betting those kind of thing. Like everyone, like comes out even at some point, and I feel like yeah. this game is going to be the one. Oh, can we just do like a, a like how many games are, are we picking? Ten. Can we just do like a ten game parlay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be sick. Just like a couple dollars, too. Just like yeah, a, a little five bit. Five dollars. Five dollars would get you five grand guaranteed. Yep. That's plus ten thousand odds. I don't know what book you have, but they might not accept that bet. That's fair. <laughs> They're like, no, That's... five dollars is not even worth this bullshit that you put together. <laughs> uh, if only gambling was legal in Massachusetts. Yeah, same with Texas. I wish that was the Ooh, case. Tough luck, guys. Kieran, put I, I'll Venmo you five dollars. Put ten dollars down on the biggest parlay you can for this. I 
do not tempt me on that because I will do it. I'll get in on that. Yeah, sure. All right, okay. so like three thirty well, for each. Let why don't we all like just why don't we all ahead? just send five dollars, you know, fifteen dollars total, yeah. and uh, that's it. And then we will never see the five dollars again. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that it'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's gone, but it'll be fun. You can put it yeah. on your podcast. It'll be good content. Yeah, oh, there you go. It, and if we come out on top, and Kieran, and some, if like the odds are somehow ridiculous, Kieran wins millions of dollars. We'll never see him again either. Exactly, yeah. he'll be gone just as fast as my five dollars was. <laughs> Don't worry, I know where he lives. I'll just go to his house. <laughs> like, hey, your son owes me a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of money, and they're already paid off. <laughs> like, oh yeah, sorry, he uh, he died. He's dead, actually. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's dead. Can't pay you back. Uh, <laughs> moving on to the ACC championship. Which weirdly has the potential to be one of the best games this week. I feel like it's going to be, I mean, they're all going to be good probably except the Pac-12 championship because it's a fucking Pac-12. But number 15, Pitt versus number 16, Wake Forest. Uh, Pitt is 10-2, and 9-3 and three against the spread. Wake is 10-2, and 6-6. Six and six. It's at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Kickoff's at 8. Pitt is a minus 3 with a 72.5 over under. Kieran, who are you rocking with? Yeah. Holy fuck. That's a lot. All right. Um, I'll, uh, I like, I like Wake in this. I think you could really go either way, but I'm just going to say fuck it and take Wake Forest. Uh, I can't have, I can't have Pitt, Pitt, uh, fans rubbing it in my face. Are you around a lot of Pitt fans? Where do you live? Uh, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, this is a tough. This actually might be the hardest pick. I'm gonna be honest. I think this one is the toughest, just because it's two teams that I will say maybe I didn't pay enough attention to all season. To be fair, uh, just because it's the ACC without Clemson, and I wasn't that interested. I'm sorry, but I think I'm gonna have. To, I want to go Wake Forest because that would be fucking awesome if they won an ACC conference championship in football, but Pitt has that quarterback. I think he's going to light it up. I'm going to have to go Pitt. What is that? Pickett? Make, Kenny Pickett. Isn't yeah. that his name? Yeah. 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 Kenny yeah, yeah. Heisman. Kenny Heisman. Oh, right? Kenny, Heisman. Kenny Heisman. Pitt also has the most unfortunate player names. They have a quarterback called Kenny Pickett and he's now in the NFL, but they had a kicker at one point called Chris Blewett. <laughs> which four of their respective positions are just horrible. Like Kenny Pickett <laughs> is a great name for a defensive back. Right. Yeah. It's right. literally the worst name you could have as a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. And, but I'm, I make the joke every time I pick against wake forest, but call me steely Dan. Cause wake's going to be feeling the Deacon blues. I'm rolling with Kenny Heisman. <laughs> nice. I need to stop making that joke. Cause it's not funny. But it, it really isn't. <laughs> I have one friend who I don't even know if he listens to this podcast who would love that joke. Well, there you go. That one friend out there is loving. Yeah, this. I, I think that's pretty clear. Pretty clear on his end. He has one friend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair. No, but he posted his Spotify rap today. It is number one listened to artist was Steely Dan, which I think he's the only person out ever. Hell yeah. Even the Let's members go. of Steely Dan don't listen to Steely Dan that often. <laughs> uh, but we are at the hour mark. So we're going to we're, we're gonna keep recording. Don't Let's worry. Let's do but it. Let's go. We're, we're gonna, I'm just putting this in there so I don't have to record a fucking outro later. Welcome to part two. Whoa, that was and, really good. That sounded like a recording. We, we should have just Kieran do that later. Uh, I was tempted to just do the, like, stop listening to it here, listen to the rest later. But this is the end of this episode. Uh, I'm going to release this tomorrow morning, and then I might release this the next morning or, like, the day, or, like, later that day. I don't know. But thank you for stopping in at the tailgate. Rattlesnake, thank you for joining us, even though don't go anywhere because you're going to stay with us. <laughs> but have a good day. Uh, have fun at work. 
Uh, I'm sure it sucks, but I hope we can make your workday a little bit. And tune back in. I'm about to vote. Oh, I might be losing gas. But some raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors, Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Lottie, Daddy. She like to party off Molly, but Cardi let her get naughty. A hottie up in the lobby, she style. She said, Fody Water. Well, you about to be, I said, follow me, follow me, follow me, bitch, room 223. You got to pay me, you pay me no attention. That's how I be when you're born and raised in the V, Northern Cali, Silicon Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.